0: Welcome to part one of Health Systems CIO's podcast interview with Tanya Townsend, CIO at LCMC Health. In this segment, Townsend talks about how her team is working to make the experience better and more efficient for both patients and clinicians. The critical role digital health capabilities will play as the organization continues to expand. The enormous difference it made during COVID, having already moved to a single integrated platform, and what she believes is the key to successfully rolling out a new roadmap and vision. So yeah, I guess uh, we can start off with just a brief overview of the organization What you have in terms of hospitals, where you're located, things like that. Sure, Uh,
1: LCMC Health stands for Louisiana Children's Medical Center. We are a six hospital system based in the New Orleans market Our founding hospital is Children's Hospital of New Orleans, so that is our dedicated to pediatrics facility and the founder of our organization, but the other five hospitals are all in the, what we would call the adult market, and that ranges in services from large, the only level one trauma and teaching facility in this area in partnership with children's and local academic partners. And then we've got a number of other size, scope services for the other four adult hospitals in this market. So that's a little bit about who we are.
0: Okay. So looking at what your, um, your really your core objectives are right now, what would you say are, are the top priorities?
1: So we have a strategy that we're calling putting the patient first also referred to as consumerism or the digital front door, but that's really our our main focus, is putting the patient first, ensuring we have a top quality, convenient experience for our patients, even if that means we need to do things less traditionally, such as um, providing more online access, more telemedicine, changing our hours of operation to, again, make it really convenient for our patient experience. That's really our driver in all levels of strategies right now. Uh, We are continuing to grow. um, So that's another strategy is is, uh, expanding our organization and our footprint. So lots of technical response to that, but um, Mm -hmm. focus really is patient engagement, patient access, Expanding our virtual care and telemedicine capabilities. I think we all experienced that explosion overnight once COVID hit, but um, continuing to expand our capabilities there. I mentioned, of course, first and foremost is a great quality and safe experience for our patients. So doing more around monitoring and advancing patient outcomes, and of course, avoiding any kind of preventable harm. But having said all of that about patient first, we also don't want to forget about our clinicians. So that also is a key strategy is ensuring we as a, from a technical digital perspective, focus on our clinicians and making sure their experience is efficient and good and ease of use with all of our tools, particularly because we are an academic medical organization. We do want to partner with our clinicians to ensure we're providing the right capabilities, particularly in a teaching environment. A lot around predictive analytics and social determinants of health and trying to understand how to use the data and respond to what that data is telling us. I think we are all very well aware of all of the security challenges and threats that we're facing in not just the healthcare industry, but all industries. So continuing to advance and mature our cybersecurity posture, I think is something we all need to be cognizant of. And then I mentioned growth, so we want to leverage our technology investments. So we have an electronic health record integrated that um, was complete until we made another acquisition this last year, so continuing to expand all of our technical technology investments to our growth opportunities and reduce some of the redundancy um, through an application rationalization strategy. And then last but not least would be monitoring what's going on around public policy and being advocates for that. So being compliant with the new information blocking rules and continuing to advance our interoperability capabilities are just some of the key things we're working on in digital health here.
0: Okay. So so not much going on really, right? <laughs> right. right. So when you talk about expanding the footprint, is that acquiring practices or what does that mostly entail? It's a little
1: bit of all opportunities are being reviewed, whether that is through uh-huh. a full merger acquisition, which um, our organization did a lot of over the last um, several years. But now it's, it's not just continuing to look for opportunities like that, but it's how do we partner with others in our community um, focusing on that population health um, approach so that if we do have shared patients throughout our community, that we're partnering with organizations to make that, again, a great experience for our patients, even if that means we're friends versus competitors And then our organization does continue to just have internal expansion and growth too, whether that means new service lines and or new territories. So we aren't confined just to the New Orleans market. We do have patients that travel from throughout this geography. So telemedicine, of course, will continue to be a priority but we do have a lot of growth opportunities and markets outside of New Orleans as well.
0: Okay. So uh, having that academic component, I would think that that really can bring a lot of opportunities, but also can present some challenges in terms of uh, you know, the, the data management. So can you talk a bit about leveraging the data and getting into things like uh, you know, predictive analytics?
1: Sure, well, because we are now, with the exception of the new acquisitions that I mentioned, um, we are now on a fully integrated electronic health record. And that was relatively recent. We just completed that project two years ago. Prior to that, one of our hospitals was actually on paper and the rest were on completely disparate systems. So as you can imagine, information sharing would have been okay. nearly impossible to do in that environment, particularly as fast as we had to do it because of the pandemic and COVID response. So I think yeah. certainly, uh Didn't want that pandemic to happen, but it definitely highlighted why we did what we did. And it was, of course, a very intense project and a big investment, but we absolutely leveraged it for all of the data that we now had at our fingertips. We were able to very quickly assess just what was going on in our hospitals. We were able to immediately put in best practices and share those across the hospitals with one single implementation. We were able to share that information and data across other organizations or our peers across the nation and even worldwide, because we we do have that level of information sharing capabilities through various data warehouse platforms and de-identified information. Um, So those are just a few of the examples, along with also trying to understand what was going on Of course, during the pandemic, we had racial injustice and all those other things come to light. So we did a lot around assessing data regarding social determinants of health and how we could leverage that information to understand it and identify where the opportunities were and how we could reach patients of an underserved community, for example, and immediately put in action plans such as um, mobile testing and mobile vaccinations to get to those underserved communities, as an example. Right. I uh, had this conversation with my boss recently, had the pandemic hit a couple years ago, it would have been very difficult, if not impossible, um, to do everything I just oh, mentioned yeah. at the speed that we did it. And so it, it was just a, a real highlight of why we did what we did and how we need to continue to advance that forward.
0: Right. Okay, so you said it's about two years that the uh, hospitals have been live, and is that epic? Yes,
1: we, we went live in three waves, but the final wave was at the end of 2018, and now we're rapidly deploying to the, the latest hospital acquisition we just um, finished in October of 2020.
0: Okay, you made a good point about um, how what happened during COVID really did make such a strong case for for having integrated records and really being able to to leverage technology in general. And I I can imagine that it was kind of validating as a CIO.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I think it's one of the lessons learned coming out of the experience is the, the rapid pace that we were required to be able to pivot and implement and try. I think that's the biggest lesson learned coming out that we can't go back to what was the norm of try something, go through a very long bureaucratic approval process. <laughs> you know, maybe mm-hmm. a year later, you, you try this new thing and it gets very little adoption because the change management piece wasn't quite where we needed it to be because people had a choice. Mm-hmm. Well In the pandemic, we didn't really have a choice. We had to like rapidly try something and couldn't really wait for perfection to happen and we proved that uh, that works actually and we can't go back to the way things were so yes very validating i've, I've been doing this for a very long time <laughs> I, I start. it's been going on over 20 years and so when i think about where things were 20 years ago with a whole lot of paper and trying to fight the fight on why evidence-based medicine was real and things like CPOE needed to be adopted. Um, those were real yeah. debates back then. And now it's, you know, that's not even a conversation anymore. Now it's, how do we do more of that?
0: Right.
1: And how long have you been with this organization? Um, I'm going on six and a half years. Yeah, just six and a half years now. I kind of mentioned a little bit about the growth and startup of LCMC Health, starting as Children's Hospital of New Orleans and expanding from there. But I am the first CIO of the organization. So um, again, hired six and a half years ago with this vision of integrating this network of hospitals and building a shared services model and a technology roadmap. And so um, six and a half years later, that's what I'm continuing to still do.
0: Right, right. It's a journey, right? Not a destination. (laughs) Yes.
1: Like like I said, never a a boring day, never a dull moment.
0: So that must have been interesting being the first CIO and putting together or being part of the strategic planning. And you said one of the hospitals was even on paper. So I can imagine that that really was a big lift to get to where you are now, um, you know, from a digital standpoint.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. And it was. It wasn't just putting in technology. I mean, I, I know uh, us CIOs, we all kind of face the same challenges, but it really was just even building a concept of governance, shared governance. So, all of the hospitals that are part of our organization were long standing, independent, very proud organizations that had their own identity, their own culture, their mm-hmm. own way of doing things, their own technology levels of uh, maturity. And so, yeah, to come in and have to say, well, now we need to do this more shared governance model. We kind of almost wipe the slate clean, so to speak. Um, we need to leverage your experience, but we're kind of starting fresh with a whole new roadmap and a new vision. Um, so it, it was a lot of just uh, communication and definitely wasn't a destination to really shift that way of thinking. And now we're an integrated delivery network